0: Yay! Alright, thanks for reading Dom. Uh, can someone please tell me what this is? A book. What type of book? Someone say it more loudly. A choose your own adventure book. Yes, that's exactly right. I got this from St. Ives Library the other day um, Specifically for the purpose of this talk, but it's pretty good um, It's the type of book where you choose what you want to do as you read it uh, Throughout as you're reading you're presented with all of these different options and you're presented with a choice Do you go in the speed race or the rough road race? This one is all about racing. You go to Africa and you race. Uh, I've done it a few times over the last few days I've finished Eighth, sixth, first, second, and I died. So you can have a wide variety of options as you're doing this. Rach Ma and Beck Abraham had to go earlier and didn't even finish the race. So, ooh, it's a bit, it's a bit awkward. Um, the reason that I'm uh, saying this to you is that often our approaches to, choose your, to life can be a bit like a choose your own adventure book. As we go about our life, as we go about our our business, we've got a whole bunch of different options in front of us and we want to do what works out best for us. We want to make the decisions that will help us advance, that will help us win the race, uh, and we don't want to do the bad decisions. We want to do what suits us and we want to do what we want. And I think that that approach to our lives can often filter into the way that we view Jesus and the way that we view our relationship with him. I think for a lot of us, there's a real challenge for us to have a choose-your-own-adventure Jesus, where we pick and choose the parts that we like about Jesus. We might like that he is a good teacher. We might like that he was quite powerful and did lots of miracles. We might like the vague idea that he died on the cross as an example for us. But actually, when it comes to Jesus, we can't pick and choose what we want. We can't do what we want. We actually just have to stop and listen to who He is. We pick up in the book of Galatians today, which we just had read out for us, chapter 1. We pick up up this letter uh, written from a man named Paul to a group of churches. Paul loved this group of churches and he really cared for these people, but they had rejected Jesus. They had taken the good news of Jesus and they'd picked and chosen what they wanted to believe from that Jesus. And Paul was worried. That as they picked the choose-your-own-adventure Jesus, they had rejected the real Jesus. The good news of Jesus, there is only one. Um, There is only one good news of Jesus. If you're a note-taker, I've got three points today. I hope that these will be helpful. These are those three points. Thank you, Hamish. Great job. The good news of Jesus is given to us by God. The good news of Jesus is exclusive or unique, but I ended up going with exclusive. And the good news of Jesus changes lives. Imagine that you have this super important good news, life-changing, life-saving good news, and, and you go to someone that you love that doesn't know it, and you tell them, and they're just like, eh. You tell someone that maybe you have the cure for cancer or for coronavirus, and they're just like, nah. You would feel disappointed. You'd feel hurt. And you'd think that the most important thing has been rejected and ignored. And this is what Paul is feeling as he writes to this church in Galatia. This is what he is talking about. Here is how he starts his letter. He doesn't start off with a, hi, hello, hope you're going well, or hi, it's Paul, that guy that you met that one time. He says this in uh, Galatians chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. He kind of starts out with saying who he is. Paul, an apostle, sent not from man, nor by a man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. I forgot to change that spelling mistake for Friday. And all the brothers and sisters with me, Paul is called uh, an apostle, someone who was sent by Jesus to speak the good news of Jesus to others. One of the people that had met the risen Lord Jesus and uh, was speaking this message to others, and he thinks that it's so important that he's writing with God's authority here. He's not just some guy speaking to this church. He's actually the king. He's actually bringing a message from the king of the whole entire universe. And part of the reason that he's speaking with authority is because they have messed everything up. Because they have rejected the good news presented by God for the sake of sort of good news presented by other people, by some false teachers. The Galatians had heard the clear message of Jesus. They had heard his love for them. They had heard the way that he had died on the cross to set them free from sin. The way that he had died on the cross to set them free from from hating god they had heard from god himself as god was on earth walking and talking among us the good news of jesus that is preached by god and it is so so important so paul once again says in verse 11 and 12 he says i want you to know brothers and sisters that the gospel or the good news that i preached is not of human origin he's saying he didn't make it up he said, I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. It's not just something we can pick and choose. The good news of Jesus isn't choose your own adventure, Jesus. It's something that we have received from God. That Paul, was, Paul received from Jesus himself. And that Paul wants the Galatian church 2,000 years ago and wants us today to know and to trust the gospel of Jesus of us needing saving of Jesus delivering us from this evil world through his triumph over death this is the one true gospel God has spoken it and we can't just ignore it or do what we want I came across a church the other day that presented themselves as the following this is this is what they say on the very homepage of their website they say our, our holistic approach provides you with an opportunity to grow because we know that new experiences create an impact that might even change the course trajectory of your life. Some of our programs are traditionally religious, while others lean towards the more spiritual side of the spectrum. So they're presenting themselves as a church that kind of is a bit new, a bit novel, but also has some old things, has some new things going on. Um, But then this is the, the, the worst sentence. That's the beauty of our church. You decide the combination of experiences that work for you. This church is saying, this church, which is a a group of people dedicated to praising Jesus, this church is saying, you can do what you want here. That's sin. (laughs) That's rejecting God. That's choosing what you want On their website they had no mention of jesus no mention of god's life-saving work no mention of god revealing himself through the bible just vibey choose your own adventure crap in the lord jesus god has spoken in the bible that we have in front of us now that we have in our pockets on our phones god himself has spoken he has revealed himself clearly and he has given us one way for us to know him and one way For us to be saved. The good news of Jesus is exclusive. That's the next point. Thank you, Hamish. The good news of Jesus is exclusive. There is only one message. There's not one message with a little bit of twists and turns. There's not one message that we can add to or take away from. There is only one good news of Jesus. And here is what it is in verses three to five in front of you. This is Paul writing, grace and peace to you from God, our father, And the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. What a beautiful picture this is. What a a beautiful picture this is of the love that God has for his people. The love that God has for people that have over and over again rejected him. If this is your first time here, your second time here, your 90th time here, this is what we believe. This is the good news of Jesus, that Jesus gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father. This is what Lauren Dewhurst, our kids minister, calls a gospel nugget. She goes through her Bible and sometimes highlights or just outlines different, just a couple of verses that summarize the good news of Jesus really well and really neatly. And you'll see through our Galatians, there are quite a few. But this is it. God himself, God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. This is the one true message of Jesus. This is what the Galatians had heard, but this is something that they very promptly forgot. Paul doesn't faff about as he's writing this letter. He says, this is who I am, dear the Galatian church. Here is the good news of Jesus. And then this is what he says next. Can we go to the next verse, please, Hamish? Verse six, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. Paul is writing because there's people in this Galatian church that are, that are telling the Christians the wrong thing. They're saying, sure, you can trust in Jesus, but you have to trust in Jesus and do this. You have to trust in Jesus and maybe not do that. They're, they're piling on rules to following Jesus. And the good news of Jesus isn't about following rules. It's about trusting him. This is the one true way to be saved. The one true way to know God. One thing you should know about me is that I controversially think that maths is the best high school subject. Thank you, Nathaniel. I appreciate the fist pumps. Uh, Here is a maths test. Go. First person to say the right answer wins. Full disclosure, I don't know what the right answer is. I just copied it off the website. C. Ali said C. <laughs> <laughs> this is a year eleven maths test, so you should know. Lucas I You can do it. C Why? No. No. Pi squared, so Pi times twenty five. Um oh, could is be the Yeah, see. Good enough for me, yay. (laughs) Kidding, there is is one right answer. I unfortunately did not do the right answer beforehand. I believe Lucas, I think he's a pretty smart cookie. Uh, The thing that I love about maths, good job everyone by the way. The thing that I love about maths is that there is only one right answer. There is only, like it's objective. You're either right or in the context of some of you, you're wrong. You're right or you're wrong. It's not like English, which I really struggled with, or, or history or anything like that, where you have to write arguments, and you might not get a good mark, and you're like, hey, teacher, why didn't I get a good mark? And they're like, it's because... and then they don't really have an answer. With maths, you can see when you're right, and you can see when you are wrong. And in most, in most maths problems, there is only one right answer. You can't just answer 30, 80, 100, and 200. You can't answer all of them. You can't answer whatever one you feel like. There is only one right answer. When it comes to trusting in Jesus, there is only one right answer. It's not whatever you feel like. It's not what you are feeling at the time. It's not what is new. It is not what is exciting. It's not what makes you necessarily feel good. It's actually just the one true good news of Jesus. And that's why it's important that we know it. It's why it's important that we hold on to it, that we trust it, that we as God's people keep coming back to the truth so that we don't get swayed by any of the lies. Like Rachel reminded us at the end of last term means that we can't treat Jesus like a choose your own adventure book and have just one finger in the page so you can go back. If you if you make the wrong choice, no, there's only one right one way to read this story. Verse seven says that any good news of Jesus that is not the real good news of Jesus is no gospel at all. If you're trusting in anything that is not Jesus, the, the news of the Bible is that you are not saved. What the Bible says uh, for people who do not trust in Jesus is that you will actually face God's judgment. And that's something that I need to know and believe just as you do. I am worthy of God's judgment. I am worthy as someone who has so continually rejected him, and yet the good news of Jesus is the grace of God, that the love of Jesus is so much bigger than my sin. That Jesus dying on the cross and raise, being raised from the dead is the, and trusting in that is the one way for us to know God, the one way for God to tolerate us the one way for us to be saved the one way for us to have life there is only one there is only one and this Jesus this real victorious resurrected Jesus is a a man who changes lives the good news of Jesus changes lives this letter has been written to a church by a guy named Paul Uh, Some of you might not know a lot about Paul's story, but uh, from verses 13 onwards, he kind of goes to tell it. So have a look at uh, verse 13 there in front of you, and we'll pull it up on the screen if we can. Thanks, Hamish. You have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. Paul was someone who used to hate Jesus, he used to hate Jesus with a passion. He was someone who worked so, so hard to follow the law, to tick all the boxes, to do the right thing. And then Jesus came along preaching that you actually didn't need to do the right thing. But it was about what Jesus had done. And it was about loving him and trusting him. Paul hated it. Paul worked. His his sole goal in life was to destroy the church of God. And yet something happened to him. Something happened to him, and that is God revealing himself. That is God speaking the one true message of Jesus to him. Here's verse 15. But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. Paul is talking about his story and his trajectory, and he was hating the church. He was hating the church, but then God revealed himself himself. God revealed himself, his love and his character, his compassion and his patience to Paul. It changed his life. He went from someone who who hated the church and wanted to destroy it to someone who loved the church and wanted to grow it. It, He goes from killing people who worship Jesus to helping them worship Jesus. We're going to hear a bit about Paul's story as we go through Galatians this year, which will be very exciting. Um, This term... Uh, towards the end of the term, we're going to be having some leaders and some youth share some of the ways that they have come to know Jesus, come to trust Jesus, come to trust the one true message of Jesus. Um, and I, and I, I thought now might be a helpful time to share a bit about my story. Uh, I was someone who, who grew up going to church pretty frequently, like a lot of you. Uh, I was someone who grew up uh, going to church, knowing the right answers, knowing that there were rules and following them pretty blindly. Uh, I thought that I was a good person. I thought that, uh, like, yeah, sure, I lie every now and then, or I've I've stolen a couple of things, but but actually, like, it's okay. I'm not like those other people. I'm not like those other people because I'm not the worst. Um, And I kept on going about that from ages, from as long as I can remember, up until year 11. And on year 11, some friends invited me on a camp, similar to some of our camps that we go on. and, and on this camp, I was confronted with God himself. I was confronted with the reality of the God that is in control over all things, that who, who created all things, who spoke everything into being. And I recognized that I was not as big as him. I recognized that I was not as right as him. And I recognized that he was pure and holy and perfect. And in that moment, I recognized the weight of my sin as someone who said to God, screw you, I've got this. And it was in that moment, that moment that I recognized my sin, I recognized that I personally offended the God of the universe, that I remembered all of the things that I'd heard about in church for years, of God's grace, of God's love for me. It was as I recognized the weight of my sin and how big that was, that I remembered that God's grace and God's love for me in Jesus was so much bigger so I was freed from my sin. I was freed from being forced to, to do the right thing all the time and being bound by doing the right thing because it's not about doing the right thing. It's about loving Jesus. I was freed from doing all those things and I was freed to love Jesus. That was in year 11. That was 10 years ago. And um, I have not at all been perfect since then. I am very much still growing. I'm very much still growing in what it looks like to follow Jesus, as I hope that all of you are. Um, Leaders, we're not perfect. We're not these people that somehow miraculously have it all together. We're people that know Jesus and love Jesus and want to keep growing in our love for him. So please don't hold your leaders as as some people that are perfect and have never done anything wrong and, and only ever do the right thing like I used to do to my leaders. The good news of Jesus The exclusive news of Jesus, the one way of Jesus, the the news of Jesus that is given by God has changed my life. And I hope and I pray that it has changed yours. And I hope that if someone were to ask you, hey, why are you a Christian? That you'd be able to answer. That you'd be able to answer with, with a recognition of who Jesus is. That actually he is someone who came and died and rose from the dead and set me free from my sin. That he is someone who loves me. That he is someone who is gracious towards me. As you're sharing your story with people, just remember that Jesus is the main character, not you. And if you're someone who doesn't know that love of Jesus yet, if you're someone who doesn't trust in Jesus yet, I hope and I pray that you will. God wants you to. God loves you. God, God recognises you. God cares for you. God sent Jesus to die for you, to set you free. We're going to be exploring what this freedom looks like this term as Paul speaks through the letter to the Galatians. And I'm so, so incredibly excited. I hope that this term will change your life eternally. So let's just bring it back to finish. Is the good news of Jesus what you believe? Is the good news of Jesus that Paul outlines here what you believe? And do you know it? Do you have a firm grip on the good news of Jesus so that you won't be astray? Or are you maybe sort of doing choose your own adventure, Jesus? Just picking and choosing whatever you want. Whatever makes you feel good. Guys, we need to remember there is only one news of Jesus. It was revealed by God. It's spoken to us now and it changes lives. So let's go out living a life trusting in Jesus. I'm going to ask for God's help because we can't do this on our own. Our Father, we thank You. We thank You for the news of Jesus. We thank You uh, that You sent Him to die in our place. To set us free from this evil world. We thank You for the way that You have been at work in people for thousands of years, helping them see Jesus and trust Jesus and know Jesus. And we ask, Lord, that uh, we would be people that know Jesus, that trust him, that love him. Help us hold on to the truth of Jesus so that we are not led astray like the Galatians were. Help us to learn from them and from their mistake. Please be at work in shaping us. And we ask that we as Christchurch youth and that Christchurch and Ives as a whole will be people that teach the one true message of Jesus. Help us not be complacent as we speak to one another in this way. We ask all of this in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen.